Hi, this is Dave DeVries, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collector Podcast. Aren't you lucky? Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness. With me as guest host this week is the master of disaster, the host of Marvel in the Brain. Did I get that right? No, it's Marvel on the Brain, isn't it? Yeah, in on the in post. on above okay um and the artist formerly known as watch me open it's villy vasozi villy Vi- did i say villy you said villy <laughs> am i a villain i don't Is know that the role i've been oh, assigned monsieur villy i am welcome welcome monsieur villy to the marvel card collectors podcast <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for having me consider yourself had sir uh, how are you? I am well. Uh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, winter. Winter is coming. Oh, it's really cold over there at the moment, isn't it? Oh, it's really cold here. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Oh. Yeah. That was <laughs> I don't some, know. Yeah. I go outside and my snot freezes. Who knows? Who knows yeah. what's going on? No, I, I, I would tell you how cold it is, but I can't keep up with the conversions because what I would say means nothing to you. Because you're well, out. say it anyway, because half the listeners, at least half the listeners will know, or 72% okay. of them that are in America. Well, it was eight degrees Fahrenheit here when I woke up. Yeah. Now, over here, we have an expression, nippier than a witch's titty. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that <laughs> uh, definitely falls into that category. I've seen I've seen images of people in Texas like, doing stuff with snow. Oh, and, and, you know, the thing about the southern states here is is once they experience a little bit of cold or winter weather, it, you, you, you instantly realize how inept they are at handling it. You know, there, there's dozens of car crashes within, you know, minutes of the first snowfall. They just yep. lose their minds. Yep. It's pretty much like anywhere south of the Scottish border in the UK. Because, you know, a hundred years ago, you know, hard, you know, the Thames used to freeze over and they had frost fairs in London. Not that I was around to see it. Um, but nowadays, um, you'd be lucky if you get snow as far south as London. For really? Example. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you know, obviously global warming's accelerated that. But, you yeah, know, things ebb and flow over multiple millennia, you know, in terms of um, severity of winters and things like that. So, yeah. So anything over here and the first snowfall, and people are like, trains cancelled, can't get to work, can't possibly get to work because, you know, no one's geared up for it. So, you know, whereas you hardy New Jersey folk. Great. We've got, you know, loads of bee juice that we used to brine the roads with. Yeah. You've got snow plows, things like that. Yeah. And people who come and do the snow blowing and things like, you know, apparently. <laughs> who knows? Um, we, so our intro this week, our intro artist is Dave DeVries. And you chose Dave DeVries from a list of fine introductions that we could have from this episode. Now, a little tongue-in-cheek. A little tongue-in-cheek. A little tongue-in-cheek. Um, tongue now, is, is, is this because Dave has never responded to a message you sent him? And I'm not sure how a much. A single message. A single message. Is that because he's not read them? No, he's he's read them. Okay. But, it's just become but, apparent that with each message, I've dug myself in a deeper hole as far as awkwardness uh, and uh, fangirling and desperation for a response. It, 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 it got to feel real tindery where, you know, oh. I just start talking about my, you know, you know, tantamount to like 
this is how much money I make in a year. It will be the equivalent of like how hard I was trying to get a response. Tell, tell me what you just said about your first message. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Dave lives in New Jersey. I think I'm allowed to say that. I yeah, I think he's told us that. Yeah, I work for a public utility company. Um, the public utility company that I work for happens to service the the residential area where Dave presides. Um, and I might have mentioned that in terms of, hey, it would be real easy for me to get to you if you know I was gonna like get some work done or get something signed by you. <laughs> and and later on, like reading it back, thinking to myself that you know. I basically just said, hey, buddy, I know where you live. <laughs> um, and you wonder why he's not responded. Well, no, I mean, now I don't wonder. Now I know. I feel like, you know, an arse, as you would say. Yeah. But when you're in it, when you're in the moment, you're like, yeah, this is perfectly like, this, reasonable. This, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm not coming off at all weird. Who no. would say no to this advance? Who would say no to this advance? I bet you're... <laughs> does, this, does this work with the ladies? No, no, no. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, I want to. I've got a couple of things I wanted to show you actually and talk about, and we're going to open some cards. Okay, how's the new house? Well. This is the first time I've seen you in your new home. Um, well, my new home is uh, this is this is thrilling for people. Um, it is it is gorgeous, but we're in the middle of having loads of building work done, so it's been inordinately stressful for the last month. Uh, because they are supposed to have finished on the indoor part of the house by now. And yet there's still dust sheets everywhere and things like that. But the thing is, we have got a new bathroom. There were walls knocked down. There was like brickwork showing. And we now have a new okay. bathroom, which is great. And the painting is almost finished. But now they're about to start converting the garage, which is this way. It's a good movement, that. you like it? Um, <laughs> for those on audio, sorry. Um, which is that way. And um, they're going to convert the garage because we don't have a car because we don't need one. Um, which Americans are like, what? You don't need a car? What's going on? What kind of a backwards country are you living in? Um, uh, that's ba Take basically because, yeah. Well, Take we've got the state. Two. No, no, not here. We don't. No, uh, no. We've got. We've got. I the, just um, want to say two. You, you, you say tube as much as you want, dear. Um, I uh, we've got the horses in the stable around the corner, so we're fine. You know, for for the horse and carriage. But no, um, I want you to be serious so badly. Uh, yeah, I, I know you'd love it, and I've got a penny farthing outside that I go to work on. No, um, we um, uh, it's going to be my new studio, so I'll be in there in a couple of months' time and recording this stuff on a much much sexier setup with proper shelving behind me and cards on display and wacky stuff like that. All right. So I've already got it planned out. I'm going to for you in the wacky department. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm in a rather dull room at the moment that has yet to be decorated. And there is, if I could 360 around this room, it, you would be amazed at the amount of um, in this room. Um, but you, you are a ray of sunshine in a bowl of vanilla pudding behind oh, you. Bless you, sir. Bless you. Um, have you been? Because you haven't been on for for a little while, and then. No, I'd like to say I'm semi-retired. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about this. So the last time we had you on, you were still, you were still watch me open. You were still doing your box breaks, which were great, and you know YouTube and you know lovely stuff. And then I, I saw um, a rather large post of um, where you used the image from the Incredible Hulk of Bruce oh, yeah. Banner walking away. Um, and he did a rather emotional video that brought a tear to the eye and, 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 and there was wailing and gnashing of teeth all around. So talk to me about 
why you I, I don't want you to relive it necessarily because it might be traumatic yeah. for you but just to, for yes. those who haven't heard of you for two I years thought, I thought we agree that you wouldn't bring it up to be quite honest well you I know we can move on invaded. I've uh, uh, this is <laughs> my arms are long not that long um uh, but um yeah so what have you been up to basically where, so, where have you where have you been where have you been in the wilderness in in, in short as you know like this this whole collecting thing, it could get to be a lot in terms of the amount of mental effort. Just, just if you're going to collect, whether it's being part of uh, social media groups, eBay, yeah, sealed product, you know, direct, EPAC, all that, ComC, grading, whatever your thing is, th there's, there's a good chance that it requires a lot of time and diligence if you want to do it in a fun way mm. um now extrapolate that to someone who's also trying to make a little coin off of this and and now you've got this this life that looks like 10 hours a day where i'm looking at ebay waiting for 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 listings and to end or to, to pop up I, I want to get this box so i could break it or i want to get this box because there's a card in there i need and weighing you know juggling the Am I going to make money here? Am I going to be able to get what I need? Am I going to be able mm. to, to feed these dogs? Um, and and then how am I going to get this this grail card that I don't even know if it's been opened yet? It just got to be too much that I wanted to take a step back. And when I did come back, I, I was super hyper-focused, just doing my high evolutionary stuff now. Mm. Everything else is pretty much, you know, if it's not nailed down, everything's for sale. Um, and, uh, and then Whatnot came along. Whatnot mm. was real fun in, in terms of helping me purge. Um, and, 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 and I was, I made, I made money on whatnot. I still, you know, make a little money on whatnot, but, but it was less about money. And, you know, I like, I did a stream on whatnot, whatnot last night. And I was emphatic. I said, this is about being able to see the, the, the material of my desk, right? Yeah. I want to, I, I want to get this stuff out of the way. So don't think that, that this is about, you know, me trying to sell this for as much as possible. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that where you, you find yourself hoarding and, and it's like, what, why do I have all these X-Men metal high series base cards when the character I collect isn't even in the entire set? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at now with my collecting is it, it, I'm just trying to move stuff out the door, high evolutionary stuff. It's not going anywhere. Um, you know, I've, I've broadened it to, you know, getting some original art made, nice. um, getting some original comic art when it becomes available because it gets super pricey, especially if you're talking oh, about yeah. silver age stuff, um, graded copies of, uh, of, of important cards. I mean, and they're all important because he's only been on 12. So it's that's all. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I don't know if it's 12. It might be lower than that. <laughs> So your I, it spreadsheet, might, it might be like five. one scroll. Your spreadsheet is one scroll and done. Yeah, with Whereas the parallels, my spreadsheet, like scroll, you know, it's, it's it's definitely all fits on one page. Mm. Oh my goodness! Well, you know, it's nice to have a uh, a focused collection of a character yeah. that isn't like everywhere. I mean, the poor buggers who collect Spider Man. Oh, I don't know how they manage. You know, even offshoot, you know, like you think about Spider Man, Wolverine, they're big ones, um, but then like. Like Silk and uh, X twenty three, 
You know, mm-hmm. we we know plenty of people who collect Silken X23, and you would think that it's it's pretty easy going for them. No, it's it's very competitive. No, it's and, brutal. You know, they're lucky to have a guy like 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 Jonathan who's who's actually you know helpful and and I and yeah, I see yeah, yeah. I've seen him recently moving stuff that I thought like I was like whoa 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 are you okay is everything all right do you need do you need a little money but no he's just literally like when he sees someone who also collects that character he's he's interested in, in helping yeah, him I know it's great so no he's it, a good it's, dude it's it's good that there are people like that. Because I, I, you know, I imagine someone like Spider Man. You'll be hard pressed to find a collector who's gonna, you know, parse out his collection just for the sake of you building your own. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I'm, I'm there's one set I'm collecting, um, and I just never see the base card of Silk come up, and it's all numbered, um, and it's just, I think there's, I, I don't think that's necessarily Silk collectors per se. I think that's just someone who happens to be hoarding or yeah. stacking, stacking the kids call it um for that particular set um this is what it is i'll get it eventually if i unless i choose to just drop it like it's hot and walk away which yeah i don't know is... if you were trying to be nondescript but like everybody knows what set you're talking about <laughs> what set do you think i'm talking about marvel gems oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean like you were you, you gave was it that poor context was it that poor oh you get so much you i need, were, you I need know, to you, I need to start this episode again. Let's start this episode again. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is, this is shocking. This is shocking. You see right through me. Um, I'm I'm used to somebody who plays along with my, my japes. Um, Anyway. So. (laughs) I want to make you better. That's the difference between me and my predecessor. Good. Good. So. What was it? I was going to, what was it? We were going to talk about today. What were we going to show me something? I was going to show you something. I've got lots of stuff to show you. I want to show you, and I promised that I would do this for someone in the group. I want to show you. No, it's not that. Um, oh, I, Good Lord. <laughs> I got one of these yesterday. Oh, my goodness. It's heavy because it's got stuff in. What's this? I hear you crying. That looks like some sort of collecting carrying case. It is an ultra pro draw organizer. Interesting. It is interesting. Of a similar, you know, like design for comic books. Hmm. Yeah, basically. So what it's doing, I have to put it down a sec. Let me get the, um, if I get the picture of the box, it will look slightly better because then you can see kind of the vibe that they're going. Okay. I'm terrible at this. Holding it up. So that's, that's what we're going for. So it's basically the Ultra Pro free draw organizer. Very Um, nice. And it's holds 1000 plus standard trading cards um it's sized to store top loaders and one touch but not graded as i found out um card size front so basically it's got you can put top loader in the front of the drawer to um if i can get one of the drawers out oh come here Sorry, title the drawer yeah so basically just at the front of the drawer here you've got this little slot and you can put a top loader in there so you can put either a card from the set or maybe a wrapper that you've futzed around with or even write your own thing. And yeah. you can put it on a top loader and just slide it in. Just got this little slot in the top here, um, which is pretty cool. Um, now, it does include some dividers, which is great and lovely. It's got nine with it. and You can buy more. Um, apparently, it's, got, it's also got a removable lid, uh, but I've not removed it yet. 
um, and the drawers for easy access. But the thing I like about it is that it's stackable. So you can stack one on top of t'other. Oh. Um, like, very much like in that picture. Yeah. Um, so think of it as like a mini long box, I guess, made of plastic uh, for cards. Um, now, <clears throat> I saw this come up on a UK seller because um, I've gradually been buying one touches um, for my auto cards, and I can't afford that many a month, so I just get a few each month. And this particular website is a Pokemon specialist website, and they were selling 35.1 touches. They don't stock any other sizes because Pokemon are pretty much one fit this from right. what I understand. Um, but they did have some of these. So I thought, you know what, I'll try one out. And they'd sent me a discount coupon for my first, you know, after I did my first purchase with them. So I was like, I'll use that, 5% off, thank you very much. So here it is. Um, and it's rather lovely. Now, BCW do something similar. You know that card bin mm-hmm. that you've seen people posting about? Um, now, the thing is with the card bin, it, it, the card bin is a top opening thing. So the top of it opens, but it doesn't have the drawers to come out. So although you can stack it, you'd still need to take right. the card bin off top and then do that. But this is designed to be stackable. Apparently, um, I looked at a couple of other YouTube reviews, and one of the fellas says that this, these two of these fit perfectly into an IKEA Kallax square. Which I don't know. I don't know what that means, but it sounds Swedish. The IKEA Kallax, but you'd have seen them and basically imitations of them. It's that square shelving with like mm-hmm, square mm-hmm. cubes in it. And uh, you know, <clears throat> like the Billy bookcase that I did do, you know, everyone's got them and they're very versatile and handy. Um, so, yeah, so I figured I'd get some. And for one touches, it's absolutely perfect. So I will show you the drawer I've got one touches in. So look how nicely they fit. Wow. When they're in the little bags. And it just so looks for, really cool. For everyone that's just listening, they fit nicely. Hmm. Brilliant. I love how we've we've given colour to this for the for the listeners. So this is clearly an audio version only kind of vibe. But um I mean I've got how many I've got in there? I've got about twenty five, so I'll probably fit maybe forty, forty five one touches at thirty five point thickness into a draw, which is pretty decent. Um and so- then little pause here because i you know and obviously everybody's preference is different and it's you know if if if, uh money were were no 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 object it would be a different story but what's your criteria what are your qualifications for a one touch uh for one touch for me it is going to be this is a bloody good question um it's autos for me uh so mcu autos they're all going to go in one touches as are my black diamond okay and so that's going to be just, the things I store. In, just know, in. I don't ask this as you know, informative help for any collector. This is so I know you know what I'm getting when I snatch these one touches out of your home. Well, you'll be hard pushed because this is this is only got that many and it. it's pretty heavy already. Um, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've got me got me Angela Bassett there. Okay, nice bit of Ange. Um, so I'm basically putting in you know a few each month now. Behind it, I've got some regular cards, a couple of them in top loaders, but most of them aren't. And the, 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 I guess my first critique of it is, is because it's designed to fit one touches as well and top loaders. If you've just got cards in penny sleeves, you've got a fair bit of room down either side. 
Now, it's fine if you're going to have them stacked and you're just pulling the draws out. But still, um, you know, they can they can move around. Um, the other thing is, is that I, I don't have a divider in these in these yet. But because it's a smooth kind of box, there's nowhere for the dividers to actually slot into. Whereas I think with the BCW ones, you've actually got like grooves down it so you could slot them in. Um, so these, you're kind of, if it's not a full box you know i've I've put these in stop these falling over you know to stop the one touches falling over um but what i like about it is the draw aspect right right um the only downside to that that i will say is that when you pull the draw out let's pull out this one here right you're watching me open you see (laughs) No, if not, only nothing, listeners nothing. can see the eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So, if I get to a certain point, it just falls out. Mm. There's nothing. There's nothing. You need something on the back of the drawer, right. just to, just as a catch, to stop it. Because you get it to there, and if this had more stuff in it, it would just yeah. you know, just fall. Um, so that's that's a little bit annoying. But for what you know, if I was going to use this for the majority of my collection, I think that'd be an issue, but I'm still going to be, there's still going to be a lot of stuff in binders. So these for the one touches and for the stuff that I want to rotate display wise. Right. Perfect. You know, hopefully NASA will consult on the next one. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. And one of the guys, one of the reviews said, um, that if they combine the best elements of the BCW card bin and, and these, you'd have the kind of the perfect thing. Which I wonder, is, I don't know how it works with, you know, patents and proprietary and mm. design and all that, but. Well, they're cool. Limitation there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like the whole thing in, in the Batman Lego movie. Does it come in black or very, very dark gray? Well, it's, it's just very, very dark gray. That's pretty much it. Um, but, I mean, no. I'm all for anything that saves space and makes it easier to find things. Yeah, and that absolutely this, this would. Um, and, you know, I might. If I ever did my cat collection in top loaders, I can see me getting into it with the dividers, like having a divider for gems, for Fleur, for Spider-Man, for Vibranium, that kind of thing. So I can see which set is which. That I think I think I, I think that would appeal to me. And it's kind of like those old wooden drawers you got in libraries, you know, with library cards, record cards. It kind of feels like that kind of vibe. Um, when when the drawers shut, they do actually kind of sit in a little bit. And you'll see that's gone in. So I can't just pull that now. I have to lift it. Ah. So that's good. You just need the same kind of control at the other end to stop it from right. falling out. Um, and there is a little bit of a gap just at the top there because of the fact that the drawer just sits down slightly. So it's not completely sealed in terms of, you know, if you were, if you were anal about dust. I mean, the stuff that I'm going to have in here is going to be team bagged. And, you know, it's going to have a bag around it anyway. So it's less of an issue but anyway a lot would it, be nice put it down it, it would be yeah i'm gonna put it down because it's really heavy um but yeah i like them and i probably will get a couple more um because bcw stuff is really difficult to get in the uk it's kind of ultra pro or or or, or nothing really um although i can get bcw stuff from germany but it's an awfully long way to go hmm. not as far as america of course bavarian card works of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're wooden over there. I'm just gonna have a little slurp. Hang on. Mm. And welcome back from that commercial break. 
Um, Billy, thoughts of um, you've kind of been standing looking in the window at what's going on in the hobby from a point of view of the fact that you kind of stepped out of it. So you've kind of had a year and chat. When did it, when was it you kind of watched me about open and you threw it back? It's about a year. It's been quite a year. I think, I think you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll agree. Um, For the your, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on what's, what's kind of, you know, the, the general vibe of what's been happening over the last year and, you know, the market having gone up and then had the air let out of it rather suddenly. And I mean, you know, we're not political science experts, but the world economy clearly has had effect on well, the, the world economy, yeah, the, yeah. the microcosm mm-hmm. of the card card economy and even adjacent you know, collecting hobbies. Um, it's still grown. I feel like we've still grown through. Oh, that. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's been a little, little chaotic. To, to see people coming in and their expectations. Um, I think, uh, I think, you know, I, I don't, I don't think you have access to whatnot over there, but like there are so many Marvel card sellers on whatnot. Mm. And, and, and that I feel like has gone up exponentially, you know, through this uh, little growth that we've had in the last year. And a lot of people that, don't know what they're talking about. They're kind of just walking around in the dark. Uh, they, you know, they don't know what they're opening. They don't know characters and names. You know, they're saying Mr. Fan Two Stick. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, like you, you, you laugh, but uh, but so you know, there might be some unqualified people out there. You know, leading uh, trends as far as what's popular. People are getting desperate for products still. Mm-hmm. Right, like product, product is still physical product is still pretty pretty hard to come by. So you've got like uh, Panini out of Germany doing a bunch of stuff. You got these uh, TCGs, like which is uh, exactly what we're going to open in a minute. By the way, we're going to oh, open some fun. of this. Okay, Marvel versus. We'll come back to that. Um, so you know, there's product out there. A lot of movie sets coming out from Upper Deck. We do hear a lot of sets being announced. Like wh- whether it's officially, unofficially, sketch cards getting leaked on eBay, you know, people putting APs up. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- there's th- there's a, a good variety of sets coming out, and I, I don't know which ones like I'm, I'm would be uncouth to mention. So I don't want to say any names, but I mean, I, I feel like there's about twelve outside of the regularly scheduled programming we'll say mm, you know mm. like your 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 masterpieces your annual your premiere yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. ones you expect yeah. to come every year but like at least a dozen dozen others that i've heard of and, and some seen cardstock for um that you wouldn't have expected mm. uh so <clears throat> it, it, it's 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 interesting how it, it almost feels like marvel is starting to model themselves off for after other card you know hobbies like uh like sports i'm i'm i don't collect sports but i'm privy to a little bit of it and mm-hmm. it's so much product oh it's ridiculous so much product it's like every week you know it's it's like, and it, and it's all the same license holder so it's the same company and yeah. they're putting out the same you know it's it's the same players it's just a different overlay it's a different background yeah. it's a different yeah. brand name yeah um and, and the so price you, point can vary by hundreds of dollars depending on what that brand name happens to be 
And what's funny is when you start to think about rarity and and what like one on ones in a given year, for let's just you know Tom Brady, you know everybody knows who Tom Brady is. There could be two hundred Tom Brady one on ones in a given year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely bonkers. <clears throat> he's um he's just retired for the yeah. second time and hopefully final because uh, well much as I much as I love him being a Patriots fan. Um, he kind of should have quit while he was ahead, really. But never mind, never mind. Hey. But so yeah, I'm kind of getting the feeling that you know, in, in terms of just putting out more, that, that that that's that's where we're heading a little bit. Mm. Oh, it certainly seems to be evident in the in the parallel craziness of Spider-Man Metal Universe. Um, I mean, that was that was eye-watering. I mean, I heard I got wind of a potential idea for a product that was coming that I can't. And won't talk about, but it could have had up to twenty different parallels. Wow! Um, um, through various, which is very much what you get with. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I've dipped my toe briefly into NFL stuff, um, and you would have different color parallels in blasters. Then you'd have a different size of box, so it wouldn't be a hobby box; it'd be a retail box. You had you had about right. six different configurations of how the boxes could be sold through different channels and each of them had exclusive parallels in right it was absolutely bonkers um so i have a feeling that that well i have a feeling there's probably more of that coming down the pipe although i actually hope not um so i think spider-man metal universe was kind of a touch excessive that said you know a, a lot of character collectors have really enjoyed it so yeah but you know. it also makes it a lot more daunting of a task you know when, when i came when i came around or back around you know just two short years ago mm -hmm. the, the trend was be a character collector because you could be complete fairly easy you know mm. seven, let's say seven pair you know seven parallels if you wanted to go for printing plates one-on-ones or whatever but but now it seems like in terms of ease if you want to collect you probably have an easier time being a set collector, picking a parallel, doing a whole set of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of people have been doing that on masterpieces, for example. You know, purple. You know, yeah. people often go for a purple set because it's it's actually, I mean, depending on the year. I mean, purple for uh, for MM twenty eighteen is gorgeous. Yeah, to look at it. It, um, it definitely. Pur purple in eighteen definitely. I feel like it, it's theme with the, yeah. the, the art style. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it is interesting that. Um, what's um, what's been the weirdest thing you've kind of seen happening, or the weirdest trend, or the thing that just you didn't see coming? I put you on the spot now because. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, and it's not something I've seen a lot, but it's it's definitely the weirdest thing that I've seen. Um, custom slabs. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen a few of those. Custom slabs is the, is the, by far the weirdest thing that I've seen. And like I said, we're we're not talking about you know everybody's got one, but just the idea of a custom slab that has no professional consideration or authentication or grade or you know effect on value. It's mm -hmm. just basically a uh, you know a, a marked up one touch mm. that, that you can't open. Mm -hmm. That's been one of the weirdest things that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, there's one keeps popping up on eBay for, for my character, and I keep looking at it and going, 
And then I have to walk away because I'm like, and no. Each his own. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not poo-pooing anyone who who likes them, but it, it just for for what I think of it in terms of a slab, what what I see is the purpose of a slab existing. Um, I don't think a personal slab, personalized one or a custom one, checks any of those boxes for for, for what I would need it for. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, again, if if you, if you dig them, then fine go for it um but just me personally I'm, i think i'm the same as you i, I just look at it and i'm like where, where does that fit in my collect why would why do i want it because i've got the card that's in it it's a fairly common card you know it's a 90s card and i'm looking at it thinking well it looks nice maybe not quite how i'd have designed it and then you get subjective with it it's like which i guess is the same subjectiveness that people have with SGC versus PSA versus CGC and all that sort of malarkey. Right. Because people, you know, there are stands for each each and every one of those camps. You know, personally, I've always preferred PSA on cards. Um, and I know that with comics, most people's go-to is, is CGC. Um, but I know that even with CGC, certainly on the comics, you can get um, the header of the paper. You can have like borders added to it and you can yeah. customize that a little bit. Yeah. I look at those and I'm like, I don't. I, I want it to be just the plain, normal thing it is, so I get that uniformity. But also, I want the comic to stand out. I want the header to be quite plain, so that the thing that's been slabbed actually stands out. That's my. That's why I like PSA. Right. Because it's it's fairly it is a plain header. It is very plain, humdrum. and it doesn't get in the way. Hmm. Uh, humdrum. Yeah, that one word for it. Um, and but. The, the CGC ones are, are lovely, and I guess they do they do line up quite nicely with the books. So, Wait, uh, who is it? HGA does it with cards where, where oh. you can get a character on on your. I think flag? so. Yeah, HGA. There's I mean, there's so many of them. Beckett, obviously, Beckett is the um is the one that looks a bit more artistic, I guess, because their logo is a bit flowerier, and the, you know, they, it tends to have a different kind of layout. And some people really dig Beckett stuff especially for the subgrades and apparently it's really difficult to get that 10 that black 10 with Beckett yeah. stuff um but no I'm, I'm pit, personally pit PSA but everyone's different but yeah custom slabs it would be like well it's just for show it literally that's all it is it's just a display thing yeah so um which is one and, of the and, main and, and how much of of what we own are we displaying for the masses to see well, not very much, which is why, you know, which is why I've gone down the route of having these one touches. So I can just like quickly scroll through this drawer and have, you know, maybe change up the display a week, every week or so, just to keep it fresh. So I'm actually looking at some of the cards rather than them all being stuck away. You know, they all get a turn in the spotlight. Um, what, would, what would you qualify as odd, weird things that you've seen? Well, actually, funny, if you're going back to whatnot, it was weird from my point of view. I, th I think we can see whatnot over here. I think we can view it and, and do it. It's just that time zones just don't work for me at all. Because you know, when when you guys are going on there, it's evening your time usually. Because that's when you get your biggest audience. Is why you know, it's why TV. You know, for TV broadcasting over you know decades. Hence, you know, nine PM on a certain evening is prime time TV audience. So you know, I get why it's on at that time, and it just simply doesn't work for me over here. Um, and I don't think you can watch them back but to be fair i'm also time poor in that regard i don't, you know, I don't really have time to re-watch them even if i did so for me it, i tell you what was quite weird is when whatnot kind of took off 
a lot of people whose content I'd be used to seeing pretty much disappeared from anything I could watch or anything I would watch. It all suddenly became very desolate. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you started doing stuff on there. Um, Amanda started doing stuff on there. And it was just kind of like, I was here like, where's everyone gone? <laughs> Which was a little bit um, discombobulating. Um, what what else is weird? Um, not sure. I might have to come back to you on that one because we've talked about quite a lot of weird. Yeah. On this it's your podcast. question. So it's pretty, No, it is a good question. No, it just, it just came. It just get it well. I, I I think embarrassing is probably a bit harsh, um, and I think you need to take a long hard look at yourself, young man. Um, but um, no, I didn't have that prepared. I just it just occurred to me to ask it as you as you as you were talking. Um, is there um, anything that that's in the pipe? So we can talk about sets that have been officially announced and sets that maybe have been put into the public domain, regardless of unofficial or officialness. Um, any of those that you might be tempted to wade back in on, or you think your characters Play Ultra Avengers? It... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the, the easiest way to get me interested in a set is to, to put my guy in it, and th- that seems like the next time we'll see him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had conversations about him being in an insert set, and is he, mm-hmm. isn't he, sort of thing. Um, even though we said he was, but not sure if he is. Um, high evolutionary for the uninitiated. Um, he's a Marvel character for the only slightly initiated. Uh, <laughs> What's Marvel? Uh, timely comics. Yeah, that's what you're I'm a Marvel. Doing. That's what you are. Um, so that that that's the next thing that I think w- would tempt me. Um, but even then, I th- I'll probably take an approach of just mm. after aftermarket and singles and try to piece the cards together that way. Um, mm. Mm. I think uh, you know, with, with the amount of parallels, ripping to collect is 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 too gambly. Yeah, and and, and that's from that's someone who loves to gamble. You know, I, I I've. I can get lost in Atlantic city. Um, and I mean like no carton lost, not like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I won't know where I am. Like you won't know where I am. <laughs> um, His phone's pinging says he's a mile out to sea. Right. <laughs> and so for someone, for someone like me to, to say that's a little too gambly for me, I, I, one, I think that I'm proud of it. It's a responsible uh, observation I made, but, uh, but yeah, I, for, for the, the, the small, area that i'm trying to collect in um it's just there's too much disappointment mm. and, and and i've i've got stores of disappointment whenever i need to tap into them yeah yeah i'm sure we we all have don't we um but when you when you're talking about gambling it, it put me to mind because we had a quick chat before we started recording tell me about the gamble you took last night when you ordered your pizza Yes, I just think it's a funny story. <laughs> so I, hey, uh, I don't know. You guys have delivery apps there. Yeah, we have one called DoorDash. I don't know if you. Have. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, we don't have it. I've heard, okay. I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, so I, I picked a random local pizza place because it's New Jersey and there's you know twenty Hundreds. within a five mile radius. Uh, I ordered a three topping pizza, and I put in the special instructions. Uh, Ignore the order, surprise me, 
please don't call me. Bring me something that I don't know what it is. I just, you know, I didn't feel like making a decision. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. In a Your relationship choice. Relationship with myself, and, yeah. and and we're both arguing over what to have for dinner. Yeah, chef's choice. Yeah. As it is, they chose something that was quite quite plain sounding. Yeah, Although, it was margarita with meatball. But I, I was hoping, you know, like like I said to you that that the that the show, you know, the pizza uh, guy was going to see the order ticket and think to himself, "Oh my gosh, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Someone's finally giving me free reign to make them whatever I want." Right. I didn't realize it was just a free topping thing. You you missed that out earlier on. Because <laughs> if you get if you're going to get free, oh, yeah, rain. because I. I, I wanted to, to be at a certain price point. Mm. Otherwise, mm. they'd have been like, you know, okay, here, here's a loaf of bread. Yeah. Well, yeah, there is that. Or we could have gone to town and you've had things like artichoke and fresh truffle on there and things like that, which would have been, I'm not sure you have pizza places around you that do, do fresh like artichoke. truffle. I, we don't do fresh truffle here. No, no. Okay. Artichoke is good. Um, we've just got dominoes around here and that's it, pretty much. Oof. It's a small town, so it's all we got. Or I'll make me own. I mean, I don't do the bases, but the rest of it. Yeah. We can take the horse. Own. Who, Who? sorry? You could take the horse. I could like take the horse. Power. I could take the horse. Um, I <laughs> reason I see you repeat it. I thought you were talking about having a horse like on a pizza. Like, you know, oh, no. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no, the, ho the horse that you claim to own. Yeah, the horse that I <laughs> claim to own. It just came with the house. We bought the house. It was a horse. With a, with a house. Anyway, I, I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. Is there really um, a horse? No, there isn't really a horse. Oh. Horse. There is well, you, you, you got me going back and forth. No. I have, I have this fantasy no horse. of you riding no horse. a horse. If you want to you wanna go with that in your head as an image, I'm I'm okay with it. Down, down with fox it. tails. I, I, riding boots. It's fine. Listen, every horse I've ever met is pretty much to a horse bidding me. Uh, yeah, horses just seem to not dig me as a as a as a you know because horses. From what I understand about people who are horsey people, um, and if media is to be believed, a lot of people in America are because they kind of ride them around a lot to do their work. I think I'm watching the wrong type of American pop culture, but anyway, um, horses kind of have that vibe where they can tell you know whether they like people or not. You know, there's a bond between animal and and man, you know, beast and and human. Um, I know. I think I'm missing that that gene because they just, they just, they just. If I get too near to a horse, especially the bitey end, it just, it just seems to fancy having a chomp. I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever told anyone that on this podcast. So there wow. you go. You found out something new. Um, do you want to open off some the, cards? Off the rails with the entire. Yeah, and we have gone. Nosy. We have gone completely off the rails. Do you want? Should we open some cards? Yeah, let's open some cards. Let's open let's some open. cards, and you get to watch me open. That's the second time I've used that joke today, and I'm probably going to use it a third time, just to warn you. So the eagle-eyed, no, that's the wrong expression. The observant, the followers, will have known that I opened some of these with my little girl and my um, Mr. Felicia Heidi um, Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what we did then is we got, you can buy them in a number of formats. Um, you can either buy a little mini binder kind of thing, Mm -hmm. um, which is a it's a bit rubbish as binders go, but it's you know, for kids, um, which comes with quite good kind of inserts that slide in and out. So you could slide these out and put them in a different binder if you wanted to. 
and there's a fold out checklist thing at the back that's kind of again it, you can slide that out and then it's got these really thin kind of pages so i mean like i said you could keep the set in here but i probably wouldn't choose to now uh, is, is is this set something that you can find locally um yeah i could buy this um at the corner store literally really so which is unusual for the uk to have any kind of thing and that's the thing because panini panini do uh, panini couldn't release this in america even if they wanted right. to um because of the up date license so when they do have products to bring out in the uk it is very accessible you know you don't have any of this hobby store diamond distributor malarkey. yeah um so good, you know, good to know for you know our yeah your based yeah collector. well this is a, this is the second marvel versus set panini have done the first one came out uh, a couple of years ago the second one was out in europe i think germany especially in 2022 so this is technically marvel versus 2022 but it's only been released in the uk in january 23 um i think it's out in italy as well and i have a feeling a lot of panini stuff ends up south america as well they do their own versions so you'll probably be able to get the cards from there and indeed if you're a character collector and your character's in here you might end up with a card that's got a slightly different copyright thing on the bottom or something like that or maybe in a different language um which is often the way with pinning stuff when it gets released in latin and south america so um so you have that and that came with some packs um and a little flyer and you can buy boxes off the panini website so there's a little fly for those um so you could buy a whole box if you want to which is going to set you back about 35 bucks so you know not not too crazy um and it is just, it is literally just that. It's 160, I don't want to say 160 cards. So I'm going to say 160 cards while I find out the actual number. I don't know what the actual number is off the top of my head, but it, I think it's about 160 cards. We have parallels? No, that's the thing. Panini don't mess around with that stuff. It's it. It's 160 cards. Some of them are shiny. Oops, excuse me. Sorry. Some of them are shiny just because they happen to be shiny. Some of them are plain, just because they happen to be plain, which is what always cracks me up about people who open the um, um, the stickers, the Panini stickers. They go, oh, I've got a red foil one. No, all the copies of that sticker are red foil. It just happens that number 62 is a red foil sticker. you know. Um, but I think it's the, you know, the expectation of what people want to expect. So this is the other way you can do it. So you can buy um, what's called a – what's this called? I think it's a multi-pack. There you go, multi-pack. says at the top here. Um, multi-pack there, and you've got five packs, and you've got a limited edition card. So this limited edition card is Venom and Carnage, and you can only get it in this multi-pack, okay? If you buy... Bianchi? I'm sorry? Is that Bianchi? Oh, I've got no idea. We'll get into the artist in a minute. Um, this one came with a limited edition card of the Avengers. And there is another limited edition card, which is Thor and Loki. Now, crazily enough, the images on the limited edition cards are the ones that are on the packs. So basically, okay. it's that pack art as a limited edition. When it says limited, it's basically a speckly foil one. Now, the one that comes in this of the Avengers, all good, you know, fine, happy days. The one that comes in here, you see all these packs at, uh, attached to this cardboard. Uh-huh. So's the card. It's I really see. strong tape. So I've opened two of these so far, and I've gotten out two of these cards. Oh, hang on. How's this card affixed to my finger? 
because it's impossible to remove this limited edition card without damaging it. No. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Oh my god. Because it's a beautiful so, card. And I was so gonna not only this. is it is it warped, it's curved in the middle, but the back, yep. there's an adhesive yep. from and it's, the the, the backing of the pack. I'm just describing for the people at home. Yeah. You know, the, the, there's a, a backing of the package that the card was affixed to. And there's Tight. this industrial strength adhesive, um, some sort of advanced polymer that I, is undetectable. By and you my can eyes. see it's ripped some of the. Um, it has ripped, some, ripped of some of the surface of the card off. Yeah. So getting these. So basically, I've opened two of these so far. And you're going to wince, viewers and listeners when you see me opening the third one. Because look, it happened to the first one I opened as well. In fact, it this card had even more damage. If you can see, it, the yeah. adhesive ripped off some of the card. Actually started and, and, to rip and it, the back And I can assure you guys, it's that's the card. It has nothing to do with anything on his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if it was anything other than Venom and Carnage, probably, but I'm not a symbiote guy. But, um, the, um, but this is beautiful. And I, you can see it's done it again with that one. It's curved. Um, yeah. But because um, you have to, you have to kind of, you have to kind of pull it like that to be able to get it off. It's almost impossible. So hair I dryer? will be Can writing. Hair dryer. Can we try a hair dryer? I don't think you own a hair dryer. I'm sorry. I'd sensitive subject. I didn't want. Yeah. Forget I say. I, honestly, I don't think it'll work because um, it is proper. They've used basically used too strong an adhesive tape. Um, yeah. For they've they've got basically they've put a strip of tape along on here, and then some machine has just put the packs and the card on, mm. uh, which probably explains some of the curve actually. Because if you look, that's actually curved in the pack i don't know if you can see that yeah it's got a curve to it and i think that's the way it's been placed on there by whatever mechanics put it on there <laughs> so so i've got these and i wanted specifically wanted to be able to because i'm not collecting the set i'm getting them because they're a fun rip and you know i can get them locally so i'm taking advantage of it and in the very first pack i opened my daughter opened actually and our first thing she got me the black cat so i've got the black wow. cat so you As know it's a special red foil border <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a foil border it's just a normal color no that, that looks color. that looks special it, well it Limited. is special it is special um curved for a different reason no um i will be contacting panini because i was hoping to be able to send one of these to joseph reed who's a big venom guy um and one to kevin moses a big carnage guy and then the other one I just have as a trader for anyone else who happened to be into their symbiotes. Um, so what I'm going to do is, and when I'm going to open this one, I'm fully expecting this one to be as effed up as these two. Um, I'm going to be writing a strongly worded letter to Panini asking for a replacement for each card. Um, whether or not I get it, who knows? Um, but I anyway. send you a ball of tape. Here's um, your card. Anyway, let's open this. I'm getting in with the scissors here. This is fascinating to listen to, which is why our podcast is now on YouTube. Because it really saves me time, actually, believe it or not. Wait, it saves it? me having to do all those tasting. Uh yeah, we put this on YouTube now. Where have you been? For about 10, 12 episodes now? <laughs> so you're gonna be on YouTube. Not right now. You'll bet you're wishing you'd want something else, aren't you? You're buffering. You're buffering, aren't you? I'm going to carry on because who knows what hijinks you're up to. <laughs> so we will be opening these. Come on, come back, Billy. Come back. Sorry. There we go. Right. So you can see I'm taking the I wrap of the stage. Look at it. 
I mean, that, that one's actually come off. Uh, some of these, when I was taking them off, the actual packets were ripping open. So the cards, the packets were opening themselves. I'm going to save the Venom card till last because it's going to hurt. Oh, I, I don't know if you can hear the sound, but it's just... No. It's just not... That's really putting up a fight. That is not cool. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, Benini. And you're quite wiry, so I, I would expect, you know, you to be able to get that off easily. Yeah, I'm used to be able to do this stuff, but no. Hang on, this one... Interestingly, this card, if you look at it, it's not stuck on that edge on the adhesive. That was that's loose like that. I've not lifted that. So this bit of adhesive here hadn't stuck to the card. In fact, I can feel that. That's not even sticky. Okay. So I don't think it's because it's no, it's not it's not stuck to the card and then ripped off with half the card layer on it. That wasn't so sticky. You just so, try to breathe hot air on it. So it's only stuck down at one end. Well, I'm, gonna slowly, try, I'm gonna try your method. We just you now you have to add a not safe for work tag. Well, if this does come off cleanly and I send it to someone, they'll probably have my DNA on it. Oh, I can hear a ripping sound already. I don't I know why you asked me to do that. It's just I don't know why you agreed to do it. Well, I agree to do lots of things, hence this podcast. But anyway, um, to be fair, it may have worked because I've got the tiniest bit of adhesive there, just there. But I'm going to just oh try and gosh. just get that off. So almost, almost, almost clean, almost clean. It's just not quite. I mean, might be able to yeah. roll it. But anyway, yeah, that's as clean as you're going to get. Yeah. That's all right. That'll do. One out of three, I've managed to yeah. save. The Still hot mouth good, of Ian Taylor prevails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dial, dial at AMCC pod for 30 seconds of hard, smutty mouth. Um, there we go. So there's there's your Venom Carnage one. Let's open, let's open some of these packs. So I want you to tell me Loki, Cap, or Carnage? Loki, Loki Capital Carnage. Loki. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to open the Thor Loki pack first. And you can get a sense of what these beautiful things are like. They're kind of wax paper, these packs. So I think they're recyclable, unlike the foil ones that Upper Deck do, which will be clogging up the internals of a turtle for many years to come, um, probably. So some of the cards have got a beautiful foil on them. I think it's the higher numbered ones. There's some certain subsets within it. Okay. That's a face-off card. Um, Abomination. So that's that's pretty cool. And that's got a nice foil. The back of them is usually pretty plain. Okay. Just says face-off card, if that's what it is. Some of them have got a bit more information on them. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but generally speaking, there you go. Um, Party in the front, business in the back. Oh no, the collector. So the artwork's brilliant. It's reused artwork from comics, but it's stuff. It's refreshingly different to anything I'm seeing on on the UD sets. Um, it's it's nice, and it's kind of got a gloss. You see there, the character's got a different gloss, spot gloss yeah. on to the background. It's it's re they're really nice. They're really nice cards. Um, 
Uh, Hella. Oh, what a great Hella. Having a hell of a hell of a time. Hey, hey, hey. Actually, that Hella Hang. looks. I think that might be the Hella from Women of Marvel series too. Right, pass, pass. Good bit, Kang. Oh, how excited are you about Quantum Mania? Oh man! Oh, it, don't the trailers look good? It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. Might actually do a cinema. I didn't. I didn't do a cinema one for Wakanda, partly because I was, I was too busy when it was out. Um, but it's just come on Disney Plus, so I need to have a day off so I can watch it. Um, Thor, Lady okay. Thor, Lady Thor. <clears throat> seen that one before and finally Malekith not a character you see in many sets these days yeah. again you can just see the back, with that dark background the gloss right, really stands right. out the little matte to gloss yeah it's nice it's kind of a semi-gloss kind of an eggshell kind of vibe they've got going on on the back mm-hmm. um, now some of the some of the like I said it goes up to about 160 so there's different like cards 1 to I don't know 90 for the sake of argument will be just generic regular stuff and then they'll start doing little subsets kind of like marvel universe 3 did back in 92 you know um so you've got chase sets that are within the main right. numbering if that makes sense right uh cap or carnage uh carnage carnage right let's open a carnage nice guys finish last <laughs> right so our top one is thor and what this is, it's an alter ego card. So it's got two okay. images, one of her in civvies and one of her as Thor. Yeah. So alter ego. So that I think that's one of the first kind of insert sets, card 93. It, so it might that be. Little run. Um, nice. I like those. And then we have, uh, this is a group card. That, that's pretty much explanatory. So the big question that you might not know the answer to is, these uh, subsets after the the main run of the base set, mm. do they come in nines? Um, I'll, I'll tell you straight away. I don't think they do. Is the honest answer um, because in this binder pack that you got, so this binder that it comes in has got like a a, sl- a slide in pouch at the front and back cover, so you can actually slide out very marsupial like a checklist. Okay, a visual checklist. A visual checklist. And it actually tells you the artists as well and the issue that it comes from. Man, how, how great is that? How wonderful how is that? If, if uh, a hobby box came with a visual Can checklist. Can you imagine? Um, so basically, we go up to card 80, 1 to 80, and then it goes 81 to 95. Five of the alter ego, then group cards are 96 through 115. So, no, it doesn't do nines. Um, face off cards. Who was the fellow from Skybox in the 90s that that, that said, you know, he was Ken Barrow? Oh man, I I remember listening to that one thing like this guy, yeah, his head screwed on straight, yeah, yeah. Then you got face off cards, then you've got versus cards, and finally action cards. Now, the action cards are interesting because they use iconic artwork from the 60s up to now. For the characters, so when we get to one of those, you, you'll see what I mean. So, for you know, for example, uh, there's a Thor card that's got Jack Kirby on. There's a Captain America and Iron Man that's Big John Buscema. Um, Doctor Strange is Steve Ditko, you know, but X Men is Jim Lee. So it's yeah. like the iconic 
creative yeah, yeah. you would expect for those characters. So um, we're going to go with Cap now, the Cap Pack, and we've got a Carnage Pack and a Cap Pack to go. That just happens to be the characters on the thing. Doesn't mean say anything different is in them. Right, we have now. This is a good one. This is a versus card. Bullseye. Okay. Daredevil. Look at the foil on that. You know, it's beautiful. Not, pretty weak character, you know, choice for the villain. Um, well, bullseye. Yeah, I, I, Amanda's going to be after you with a steak knife. I don't, I don't, I don't get him. I don't. I think people that like him, you know, they they're just kind of disconnected. <laughs> Almost, okay. almost. You can say full flight from reality. Okay, um, Amanda, you know where he lives. Um, Eternals group card. Oh wow! And again, I think that's probably some classic art. I, I put yeah. the thing down. So Celestials in the it. background. Yeah, Celestials. What did you think of that film, by the way? It's it's a vehicle. <laughs> now, like everybody expects every movie that comes out to be Endgame, it's a vehicle. It served a purpose. It's a footnote. Well, they introduced you know, the characters and, and and some concepts, and they had to move some things along. You know, like this. Everybody, calm down. You know, you're not going to love everyone, and it, it wasn't horrible. I think most people only thought it was horrible because it wasn't incredible. Um, I care. Binary. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus. Uh, We've got Wolverine. So, some good stuff here. So, what I'll probably do is I'll just I'll just help a few people out who are character collectors or do some trades. Nick Fury. Okay. And Groot. So, if you're after female characters, my daughter will probably have stolen them all. Um, So, I just kind of wanted to. preempt anyone who's getting excited over any of the female characters. The, I pulled a Spider-Gwen card the other day. Um, and I haven't given it to her yet, but she's got her eyes on it. Um, Star-Lord Alter Ego. Okay. The modern Star-Lord. Cool. Yeah, yeah, modern Star-Lord. I think <clears throat> old school. Uh, Daredevil. I think that's a David Mack artwork. Oh, I like that. That's nice. I love David Mack's artwork on that series. Uh, we have group card Invaders. Okay. Yeah, Namor. Is, is that in the middle? Is that Winter? No. I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, he's at the bottom. Human Torch. Cool. I like it. Oh, Bucky, yeah. I think it was in those days. Moon Knight. There's a few big Moon Knight fans around these days. Yeah. It's a good Moon Knight. Uh, we have, you know, it's funny. I never made the, the 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 comparison or connection, but like when the Moon Knight show was coming out, and outlets were trying to be like, you know, this is who Moon Knight is. They used the the comparison like Marvel's Batman quite frequently, and I, I like I've never seen it. No, I'm not. I'm not the deepest cut Moon Knight. You know, I've read some Moon Knight. I followed mm. Moon Knight. I know about him. I knew about him before the show, obviously. But I never. If you had, you would have had me pick. That wouldn't have been where I went. Yeah, I see. I see. The thing is, I'd have gone with Iron Man because the most obvious comparison is they're rich guys who have gadgets. Right. Who don't actually have superpowers, whereas Moon Knight does actually have powers. You know. Yeah. Egyptian ones. Um, Galactus. 
And we have so these are character cards, and then we have Loki. Oh, that's a great Loki. That's a good Loki, that is. It's a mischievous Loki. I love that show. So since we last recorded an episode, um Loki, the the um set has had its solicitation from Upper Deck. It has. Um, and Tom Hiddleston signing. Um, and I'm really excited that Jonathan Majors is signing as he who remains, aka really? Kang. Yes. So his first autos for Marvel cards will be in the Loki set. Is there going to be a quad auto with Owen Wilson? Tom Owen Wilson signed. John uh, Major and Sophie? No, it's, no, Sophie hasn't signed that we've seen on the solicitation. Richard E. Grant has, however, and I'm beyond excited because <laughs> Richard yeah. E. Grant, glorious purpose. Uh, it's such a good, such a good cameo. Face-off card. Wow. Madam Mask. Madam Mask, yeah. That's a good one. Um, we have a Guardians of the Galaxy 21st, no, 31st century. Oh, just something else. It's that one. It's Guardians. It's a group card, but it's a future Guardians, okay. I think. Yeah, you got a Charlie 57. Is that his name or whatever? I've no idea. I didn't even know this existed about 10 seconds ago. And Yondu. I don't really follow any current, current Marvel comic stuff at the moment, really. Uh, we've got Gobbin, Gobby. Okay. Now, interestingly, this is a character card, and the character cards do have a different back. They've got a kind of a power rating. Huh. If you can figure out what the symbols are, which I think is fighting strength. I think speed, intelligence, fighting. No, wait. What's that? What's the clipboard? The one, the, the that one. That's a battery. Oh, battery energy. Yeah. Okay, so speed, uh, energy, fighting, fighting, intelligence, intelligence, powers, maybe electrical. What's the bottom one? Strength. Strength. There we go. So yeah, I'm not sure what the electrical one is. Might make more sense if you look at a different character. Uh, we've got Hulk. That's a character card, but that's not okay. got. So what is the one? 133. Sorry, hang on. I'm trying to figure out Hulk's what... teeth being that white. Strange. What's the hundred hundred? You figure in for... Hulk form, he's eating all ah. kinds of garbage. So here we go. So the versus cards are the ones with the power ratings on. Okay. So th there's a kind of a TCG element to that particular run. And that runs cards 126 to 150. So you've got 25 different characters in there. Which you think will there's have like a, a, a werewolf rating. stomach situation going on with Hulk, I've, where if, 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 no he, if he eats a garbage meal and then turns back to Banner, he has like an enormous bellyache. I don't know, but they touched on it in She-Hulk on the MCU thing, where they talk about the fact they can drink loads of alcohol in right, their Hulk right. form, but if they go back to human form, they'll get the hangover. And they used it for very comedic effect, if you remember. I mean, you, Hulk could probably you know eat like live animals. Probably. I mean, who who wouldn't? Uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. Well, and finally, Ultra uh, Hank Pym, Ultron. So now I don't know the story of this. Is it did Hank Pym become Ultron at one point? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think that was the the last Age of Ultron story, actually. Um, okay. Funny Kingpin story. Uh, I had uh, some Spider-Man action figures right. when I was a child, around yeah. the time of the animated series in the early mid-90s. Um, 
And I'm playing with my action figures in, in, in the living room while my father's watching TV. And uh, there's like a, a weight loss commercial that comes up. Might have been Weight Watchers, whatever. And, yep. it was, and it was a testimonial portion of the commercial. And the person looks at the screen and said, I was fat. And uh, so the commercial ends. I, I take my Tingpin action figure. I hide behind the, the coffee table. I plop him up on the table right in front of my father's you know line of sight. And I say, I was fat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I ever remember making my father laugh. Wonderful. Because my father's a tough nut to crack as far as humor goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That was the, I mean, like, it was just, That's just a good so memory. random. Anytime I, I think about, like, obese kingpin, I think about me. I'm with you. You cracking popping up your dad. Popping on the coffee table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we didn't get some of the um, um, uh, kind of sections of the set there. So the ones at the end, the action card with the classic artwork, that's one that I pulled previously. Okay. Very nice. That's a fantastic yeah. four with a Hulk. Yeah. And then yeah. that, is that the little uh, fantastic the, four? Jet, it's whatever? the kind of jet thingy, yeah. And I, I do have, there are some characters in here that are currently banned um from update or they haven't at least reappeared but they have reappeared i'll see the thing okay is there you just had fantastic four um there's a black widow to die for there for for the black widow collectors Oof. that's a beautiful one but there is <laughs> a defenders one but it's got that kind of slightly comic-y artwork that they had at one point yeah, yeah. In the 90s so one, and the blue Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was like ninety-five. Yeah, that's right. Human Torch. Uh, you got some of the foil ones are brilliant. That's of Thanos and Thor. Oh wow! So I, mean, I think I think the thing I like about these is that the artwork is just really cool. You know, I mean, it's, if you eclectic. Yeah. Lovely Deadpool. You get a little, you get a little bit of everything. Yeah, you do. Um, I wanted to show you that X Men Jim Lee one. Um, if I can find, oh, look at that Captain America. Oh wow, it's brilliant! It's beautiful. So you know uh, they are definitely worth picking up, folks. If you can get them, Mister Fantastic Green Goblin. I, I hate to get uh, tangential, but have you seen anybody grade these? Uh no, not yet. They're they're so fresh out, and my understanding is, I think. I mean, a lot of the big grading companies like PSA, CGC would need them in their database for you to be able to do it. Mm. So I don't know if they were quite there yet. Because um, if it was an American release, they'd probably already have it in there. Right. But if it's an overseas release. Uh, my daughter has laid dibs on that Ghost Spider. It's the wow. Rico one. Which is a lovely card. Um, where is that? There's a Howard the Duck. I mean... It's great. It's a can't go wrong. I, I haven't seen your fella in here as yet. No, uh, now, now this one I have seen on an upper deck set. I'm sure I have that artwork. Okay, yeah, pretty sure I've seen that Mary Jane artwork um, somewhere. Or Grim Reaper, Winter Soldier, possibly. Yeah, um, that that's the X Men one. That's the Jim Lee X Men. Oh wow! Yeah, you got Beast, Wolverine, Psylocke. Mm. Um. Who's that back left? Forge? No. Maybe no. Forge is a mustache. Gambit? Gambit with a mm, shirt on? Could be. I mean, it's definitely Danger Room kind of vibe going on there. I think that's Gambit. Yeah, possibly. 
But just it's just just the brush strokes on the way it does Beast's fur. I mean, it's instantly recognizable as Jim Lee. Right. Um, beautiful stuff. Um, so yeah, there's some great characters in here. There's some really good uh, um, examples of the artwork. Um, so if you're if you're a character collector, there's stuff to chase for. I mean, there's multiple Thanos venoms. Um, I think there's two different Loki's. There's Cap. There's yeah. There's, there's all sorts. Um, and some of the, um, some the of the Spider-Man? like a, like a proper just Spider-Man. Uh, I don't think I've got. I, I tell you what, I do like. There's the Matt Fraction. There's the cover to the Matt Fraction series, the Hawkeye one. Oh, okay. That's beautiful. That is that work. Um, I do have a Spider-Man, but I think it's Miles. I don't think I've got the Spidey Spidey yet. Yes, I've got the Miles Spidey Alter Ego one. Okay. Which is good, um, but I don't have. The regular one so yeah but there is one there oh yeah yeah he's in the set i mean i think if you do a marvel card set like without it. having spider-man in there it's yeah. like having an italian restaurant and running out of mozzarella and red wine i mean you might as well close um <laughs> so i've opened 10 i've opened 15 packs so far and i've got a pretty decent stack you know there's a few dupes in there um so i might just yeah, get a few more just for so interesting random kids. thought that I thought about as you're holding a stack of cards and showing the profile of them. Um, how do they line up as far as the cuts and, and, you know, when you try to run your thumb from one side to the other, because, you know, we noticed that in other cards, you know, with other uh, releases, you could have a stack of base cards and there might be like several outliers that were. Mm. It's pretty, miscut. it's pretty flawless. And I've got it. Yeah. A kind of yeah, it is. It is the QA even on just them. just from a simply collecting, you know, never going to grade a sample. Yeah, yeah. No. They're really a clean, clean profile. It's really clean. There's no you know, no issues that, there. That's, that's something that that might irk a collector is if yeah. you know the same Absolutely. card is miscut. You know, no, nothing I can see that's miscut. Nothing that was overtly uh, off center because it is obviously a framed design. Um, and not, not to play devil's advocate now, but it begs the question, like. If they can do it, why can't everybody? Exactly. So, um, but no, I, I dig it. I really dig it. I like it a lot. Um, it's a nice little set. Um, talk to me about Marvel on the Brain. Uh, Marvel on the Brain. <laughs> so for it's, those who uh, don't know, what is Marvel on the Brain? Marvel on the Brain is the only Marvel trivia game show on YouTube. Uh, it ran for th <laughs> three seasons last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the old format was that three players would play each other for four episodes can, and, and that would be a, a self-contained season. And then there would be cumulative scores at the end and a winner of each season declared, uh, you were in season three, three? Yep. uh, with, uh, James Edel, wonderful man, wonderful man who really stepped up and, and has done so much for the community in terms of, mm, uh, James is lovely. Finding uh, the sources of card art. Uh, so I just wanted to thank him for that formally, publicly, because the the last time I said anything about him formally and publicly, it was kind of challenging him to do better because you had done so much with the card community. Tony had done so much with his art. And I said that he kind of needed to hold the rope. And he is <laughs> he, he, he has answered the call. He is, and so he I is need a to legend. say that, you know. Thank you. I'm sorry. It was totally unnecessary, but you've gone above and beyond in terms of showing people where in comics certain art has come from <laughs> that's uh, been printed on cards. Uh, so after three seasons, the the show kind of uh, fell in on itself. 
we did a little uh you did a champion you know, of champions didn't you? did a champions round where the winners of the first three seasons played each other in, in a one-off uh tony perna was declared the destroyer of worlds and standard and then uh, a couple months ago i uh i just i i i felt that it might be time to to bring it back um the main one of the main reasons is that i i i still follow all these content creators on youtube and instagram and and between the economy and the hobby and 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 what collecting has become and it feeling like in the work and the the types of content that's being put out there which people are trying really hard they're putting a lot of work into it but some of it just doesn't feel like pure entertainment it feels like you know you're 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 listening or you're watching and you're walking away with questions and homework and notes um and there's no there's there's not a lot of mindless marvel content right yeah. now yeah, yeah you could just you could just watch it turn your brain off and then when it's over it's like it never happened mm-hmm. you know like like i watch a, a you know a, a weekly show about cards and i might f- be inclined to like oh let me go research that or let me go look this up let me go follow this price let me go see how much this is and can i get that and maybe i could open this and maybe if i could get one of these for five dollars before everybody else finds out that it's going to be fifty dollars um and and there should be something out there, like I said, that's mindless, pure entertainment. Yeah. Um, Plug and play. And so that in mind, I thought, well, maybe I could bring this thing back. I would have to do it differently. There were some, it, it wasn't without its flaws. You know, we had you guys writing down your answers. There's a little bit of dead air. Um, me standing there staring at you writing. Um, so we made some changes. We modeled it after, after a popular television game show who for copyright reasons we can't say the name rest mm-hmm. in peace Alex, Alex Trebek uh a lot more questions different format winner stays on there's a buzz in system now so there's no dead air we do some editing and post so that it's a seamless production I have an executive producer Barry Burnett roll with them from uh, Louisiana the the daredevil collector great guy cool. um has actually you know he volunteered him a little story about Barry. He volunteered himself during the first run of Marvel on the Brain by writing down all the questions from every episode and ranking them in terms of difficulty. Oh wow. Oh like, wow. So he he was a, a student of the show. And so when I told him I was I was thinking about bringing it back, he was all on board. He's like, anything I can do to help. I was like, <laughs> if you could be the guy behind the chair, the Ned, clicking buttons, making sure, you know, and I could just be the pretty face. That would be great. Mm. And he's done that. And uh, we've recorded three episodes so far. So it's three players per episode. Winner stays on. So gotcha. two players each episode. Um, the second episode just aired recently. And uh, they're released every two weeks. And the the biggest difference is, which I think is appealing to players, is that there's a cash prize now for the winner of each episode. Get nice. a $25 eBay gift card for every episode that you win. So, you know, if, if you write out the whole season, you know, 10 episode season, you could win $250 just for playing trivia. Cool. Love it. And is this on your channel, your watch me open channel? Yeah. Yeah. Watchmeopen.com. Okay. Well, we'll put a link in the show notes for folks. So um, they can go and and there's, there's also like a questionnaire for anybody interested in playing. Oh, cool. Yeah. We're we're pretty pretty lax with scheduling. Whatever works for for the players, 
We appreciate people giving their time. Um, it's fun. It's 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 not too challenging. Hopefully that you know even the casual viewer could learn something about Marvel. Could could you know maybe inspire them to to want to learn something new about Marvel. Mm. You know we we have the benefit. We got over eighty years of lore to draw from for for, yeah. for trivia, and uh, and we're we're really trying to you know explore that space and 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 not make it you know oh what is the what, what color spider man suit you yeah, know yeah, yeah yeah so things that real fans will know and casual fans might want to know mm. no cool i love it um i'm looking forward to jumping in i haven't um you know i've i haven't had bandwidth to even watch episodes one or two yet so um apologies for not having done so but i will i will make an effort to have them on yeah. in the background you could uh, have lied to save face and made me feel I, good in front I, of all these I, people. I i could have done but i wouldn't ever do that to you because i'm not that kind of guy yeah well so, why, why you would know. you you know shamelessly plug something for me i will happily I'm, shamelessly plug I'm it here, Listen, season three was pony show season three was excellent no there's not even a pony you know, the, the, a horse. The, the, this, this phantom horse that doesn't <laughs> exist has been dangled in front of me. Do you did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy? Of course. So you know in the in the Ren and Stimpy episode where there's a uh, fire uh, firefighters and they're rescuing um, a horse from a very tall building and they're carrying uh-huh. it down this ladder and they get this horse down and then someone from the press goes up to this horse and goes, "How do you feel about being rescued?" And the horse thinks for a minute and goes, "No, sir, I didn't like it." <laughs> I met the creator of Ren Stimpy at a at a at a, a comic show. John Critchfalusi. Yeah. I love that guy. I love that guy. He's completely off his tits. I spent most of that he most of my time. That's a good way of putting it. He's completely off his tits. I know. Well I think is um, that and South Park season one was during the the period where I was smoking an awful lot of weed. So they were absolutely perfect to watch. Um anyway. <clears throat> there are children listening. Um can I show you my card surprise of the week? Yes. Yes. So you you'll know, and regular listeners will know, I recently got my Comsi delivery of several years worth of stuff that I just had stacked up and I'm still sorting through it um when I find time. And the biggest surprise I had was from the Thor Ragnarok set, there is a, um, a series of autos, and I'm not sure if this is for all of the ones, but the ones that are called Grandmaster's Prized Possessions have chain embedded in the card. What? That's actually that's actually a see-through panel. You can see my finger at the back. There's yeah. chain. That's actually cha- it moves as well. Look. So that's Taika Waititi's autograph card in a really thick card with two pieces of chain. Yeah. In it, that's pretty cool. Which <laughs> is, it's just like, and 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 this doesn't look, you know, you we, when you're looking at it on EPAC, you're like, oh yeah, it's his autograph card, right? And then you get it home, and you're like, oh what? Yeah, isn't that cool? That is very. I mean, cool. it's it's kind of a it's kind of a bonkers concept. I think his autograph's a bit. Yeah, it is what it is, um, but yeah, as Korg. Because of course they're they're kind of gladiators, aren't they? They're kind of in chains and made to fight. Yeah, no, that's definitely an example of a a, a bad scan turning in your favor. I I think that's amazing. I absolutely, I was floored when I opened that and saw that. I mean, that's a great 
great little card. So I don't know how many others there are in that series because there's another. Here we go. So the other is what confuses me about some of the some of the sets they do, the MCU sets. They call the autographed cards like two different things and have two different types of design. But the other one is the Stars of Sakaar one, which doesn't okay. have any of that. Rigmarole. Yeah. Um, it's it's unnecessarily thick for an autograph card, but it's um it is thick. Yeah, it's for like, the oh, listeners why, were looking at like hundred and forty points. That thick? That's ridiculous. Um and that's uh, the actress Rachel House. Um and it's, it's a lovely card, but it doesn't need to be thick. This one, however, I've just realized this is numbered. I've just <laughs> I've just spotted this is numbered. Wow. Out of a hundred. Sixty out of a hundred. So there we go. Surprise number two. I've just spotted it as I put as I put it down on the desk. That's absolutely crazy. There we go. So those chain ones are absolutely numbered as well. Um, I mean, like, listen, everyone loves a gimmick to a degree. Um, I possibly draw the line at patch cards on that, but I really like that. I think that's really cool. I think that's no, really that's cool. great. So there we go. That's my card surprise of the week um, okay. for you. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, you're reaching off camera, so are you about to pull something out and show me something interesting? So, uh, m- might have mentioned to you at some point, a-, a side project I started pretty early on was uh, creating a-, a set of sketches of villains r- uh, representing each letter of the alphabet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Villains, villains A to Z. So I'd pick a villain for each letter of the alphabet and get a, a sketch made for each of them by a di- each by a different artist. Um, so that's something I've been chipping away at. Some of them are on the band list. Some of them, you know, I, I just haven't found one that mm-hmm. I liked. Some of them I've commissioned because I, I didn't expect to find one that I liked. Um, so I'll show you one of- an example of one that I didn't, you know, didn't expect to find one that I liked. Uh, Zarathos for, for Z. Okay. Uh, I got Andre Osh. Oh, Andre. That's beautiful. Look at that breaking of the uh, border yep. at the bottom. Um, so he did that. And then uh, I was able to find uh, an Enchantress for E by Rhiannon Owens. Oh, nice. Oh, that's great. What sketch doc is that? That's uh, 2020 Masterpieces. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I was very lucky to find that. Um, let's see, and then uh, might as well uh, nightmare. No, oh, you know who that is. Is that Perna? That's Perna. Yeah, I was going to say the, the tightness of the um, artwork at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tolan A. Keskin. Nice Omega Red. Yeah. Uh, Toma. Oh, nice. Oh, that's exquisite stock as well. That's beautiful. Yeah. And let's see, without showing you all of them. Oh, so somebody who I've followed and has just, he just keeps getting better. Foreman. Oh, Chris Foreman's work is, is astonishingly good. I love that. That's nice. So you'll have 26 of these at the end of the day, yeah? I will. And one that I was very lucky, I actually pulled this one in a box, a character that I wanted and an artist that I wanted. 
I pulled in a box that I got for like eighty dollars at a, at a show. Oh, Martin! Wow. Yeah, from Complete Avengers, which I think is the first uh, the first comic set that Rittenhouse did. Yes, that's right. Two thousand five. The the, the yeah. X Men set was the first one that they did. Mm. Yeah, the uh, Last Stand, I think. Yeah, because yeah. X Men one and two were tops. Right. So yeah, then Last Stand, I think uh, Rittenhouse did it. That's cool. So, yeah, so I'm 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 opening this box, thinking to myself like. Please be a Martinick. Please be a Martinick. Martinick or Perna. Martinick or Perna. Martinick or Perna. Because I'm looking at NS list and I see the, mm. the roster and I get to the last pack in the box. Oh. And, and in my mind, I'm like, am I going to get boned on a sketch here? You know, but even though knowing, you know, after opening so much Rittenhouse that, you know, the the, the collation's solid and, and they're not yeah. going to bone you on, on what you're owed. But still getting that last one, it's it's in everybody's mind. It's like, am I nice. Nice. So how, how far along are you? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, <laughs> 15. I hate you, Amanda B. She's probably watching this or listening to this thinking he has to count out loud. He can't count in his head. Um, 15 <laughs> out of 26. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you're over halfway, Mark. Um, like, it's, it's a slow thing because trying to pick one per character you know, you really, you want to feel good about it. It's got to be one you love. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm, I'm, I'm really, I haven't had a chance to do much of it apart from the first kind of pass, but trimming down to 79 cat sketches. Yeah. It's going to be fun. What, what, what were you, what are you at? Uh, well, I haven't counted to be fair. I've just done a first pass through the, through the, through the collection and said, it's, right. It's got to be double, right? Oh, uh, I'll probably just over 200 in total. Yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm easily over, um, and that's uh, that's official sketches because there's some PSC stuff that I'll keep because, um, like Charles Hall, for example, you know, yeah. I could never afford one of his pack sketches, um, and I got a PSC from him of Black Cat. It's beautiful, actually. There's two. There's a black and white one, and then there's the color one. So he did he did two, and he did them himself, and I bought them off eBay. Yeah, stunning. So you know, there's there's some artists like that, but. Um, and there's a few in there that were gifted to me, so I'll do those as giveaways and pay that forward. Um, and, yeah, so I'm just working through it at the moment. I mean, I might end up with less than 79 because I'm just I'm, I'm being quite harsh when I'm looking through them and going, am I feeling it with that sketch? Right. No, no slight to the artist if, it, if you see yourself on the chopping block. It's been part of a very, very well-loved collection. Not, not that well-loved. You are going to get a card in good condition, I should, I should stress. Um, but... <laughs> but yes so when and also even if i wanted to put them on sale yeah i can't because the raw mail is still screwed so for those who don't know the uk's raw mail which are our postal service basically had a ransomware attack uh source from russia and it take it took out all their systems that handle postage going out of the uk so wow. If I sold something and wanted to post it to someone in America, I can't because I'll go to the post office and they will not accept packages leaving the UK. So I'd have to use FedEx or DHL, which of course the cost just goes up massively. Right. Um, so, yeah. So until they until they fix it, apparently their systems are kind of getting there, but they're still not accepting stuff because they reckon they're clearing the backlog. So, 
So I was not aware of that. Mm. So yeah, so it's 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 gnarly, and there's an awful lot of businesses that are suffering quite badly from it as well, as you can imagine. You know the amount of stuff that goes you know all over the world from the UK. So um, last thing this this week because um, we should probably get on and you can do your Sunday and I can go and drink alcohol. Um, do you want to open some Lego? Yeah. Marvel Lego. It's like, who doesn't want to open Marvel Lego? Okay. You're looking at me like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> so in the UK, you get these monthly little um, kind of comic things for kids. Like Lego Marvel Spider-Man, this one is. There's a Lego Avengers one as well. And they come with a minifig, like sellotape to the front. Interesting. And so this month is Miles Morales. Now, a couple of episodes ago, we opened Carnage. Uh, which was on the previous issue. Um, so this one, this week, we have Miles Morales, and he comes with a skateboard and, randomly, a spider. I thought for a second that he didn't have legs. No, no, he's on He's, he's just, he's he's on just leaning back a bit. Yeah, he's he's doing his thing. He's he's kind of uh, yeah. hanging fire, whatever, whatever it is they say. Uh, you can see from the picture on the back that very clearly he does. He legs. does have legs. He I does indeed have legs. For the listeners, um, I was mistaken. Short, stocky, Lego legs, but they're legs nonetheless. Um, they've recently gone to these packs being paper-based because they were very, very, very plastic, uh, these poly bags. Um, right. used to get turtles, stomachs, thousands. Yeah, years. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the whole thing. So um, not to mention the fact that the Lego pieces themselves will probably be in that turtle stomach in a thousand years' time. Um, so... What I'm going to do, I'm going to angle the camera down a bit so we can see my desk. Oh, there we go. Right. There we go. This is fascinating listening for people, but get the to YouTube. We're just shy of 500 subscribers on our YouTube. So um, hopefully this will push us over the edge. With you coming right. on, I'm sure it will. So there's his legs. This is it. Right. legs. Okay. Great pants, so, black shoes. Go. Okay. For the listeners. There we go. We're this attaching is... the legs to the body. The legs are on the body. And look at the back. You can tell that's him because it's got a spidey face. Yep. Spidey face. He's wearing his little uh, red zip up. Spidey symbol on the front. suit underneath. Right. So his head is there. It's got yep. the little red black lines. The red, red lines. lines. Yep. So I'm going to put his whole previous service podcast here. We, we previous did not want to shortchange you. There we go. So I'm going to put the hat on the head first before I then put it on the body because sometimes that's a pain. So okay, this is so a there's, there's a hood from the zip mm -hmm. up that goes on the head. We've just attached the, the hood to the head. Ah! Now, well, oh, I've dropped his head. <laughs> we were in the process of attaching the head to the next stem. Uh, it is it on. We have, okay, it's on. We have connection. We have connection. It and appears we also to be on have correctly. Right. So skateboard. Purple skateboard. Okay. One set of wheels going on. Okay. Axle has been inserted. And the uh, <laughs> yep, slash is wiping his brow. Um, there we go. Let's do that one. Okay. It does appear that this skateboard will be able to it will. roll. There we go. We have a rolling skateboard. Look. Doesn't kind of keep going, but it does roll. Yeah, there's no grip tape. It doesn't look like he's going to be able to do any kind no. of tricks. So these things, I think they're kind of his his webby his bio blasts. Yes. So these just go. He kind of just holds these in his hand, and then you can kind of tilt them around. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah, he's That's got quite some cool. sort of uh, light blue energy coming out of his fists. There we go. Both of those on. Affixed to skateboard. He's on turn, the skateboard. Turn head to see where you're going. I'll lean him back is. a little bit for balance. There we go. There we are. Eat your heart out, Tony Hawk. There you go. We Isn't have that completed cool? my it's very cool. I love it. I love it. Uh <laughs> he'll go in my little display box that I showed a few weeks back. Hopefully he'll fit because Thanos and Carnage wouldn't because their appendages were too big. So, so far in here, I've got Iron Man because the rest okay. of them are all still packed away after uh, the move. Lego case, Iron it's Man. It's pretty cool. Now you can open it, it up pretty... like this. Oh. And it's actually official Lego stuff. So obviously I can't put the skateboard in there, but I can put the figure in there. Why not? Uh, well, because it'll just roll around on the um, on the little brick thing that goes in. So and you see the shelf here. Yeah, but is is there enough room for it to roll around? Um, I'll put it behind. I don't know if I can put it on him because he might be too tall. No, it will do. I prefer to have him fixed. So the skateboard's going to be behind him. There we go. So this is fascinating, isn't it? There we go. What I might do is put one of his blasts and he can hold the skateboard in one of his hands. Yeah. So there he is. Skateboard's we're gonna just get a, We're going to get an Emmy for this. This is great stuff, isn't it? There we go. Next to Tony Stark, where he belongs. Isn't it brilliant? Wonderful. I love a bit of Lego. Yeah. There we go. It's the Marvel Lego Collectors podcast now. Um, <laughs> I just enjoy opening these on video for people. It's just, just my little thing. Um, thank you, Billy. This has been thank fun. You, Ian. you should yeah. come on again. Please come on again. You're always <laughs> welcome. Your money's always good here. All right. Well, be careful what you wish for. I've been called the human form of herpes. Really? You cannot get rid of me. Oh, <laughs> okay. I thought someone has been dissing my boy Billy. Can't have that. No. Can't have that. No, Let I me just mean it. like, you know, well, once I'm in, we're, we're bonded. I forgot. Still in the bag. <laughs> Big ass Lego that? spider. Big ass Lego spider. <laughs> just randomly, randomly is in the in the poly bag. Will that go on the on the ground next to him? Uh, possibly, possibly. People like, thought I, they were going to be able to escape then for a minute. Um, but no. Hang on. There we go. I've just I've just shoved it in. I'll fix it. I'll fix As it. As you afterwards. do. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, sign us off so we can go. <laughs> uh. Man, how does... Oh, people You've been listening this. to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Tasting notes and visuals for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. We're on most social media at the MCC Pod, and you can also watch the video of each episode recording on our YouTube channel. Leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you find us. 
Our Facebook community is at MCCW Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide and MMC Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use on our audio version is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.